All right, welcome to the latest edition of Sunday Pour. This is the show where a couple cousins get on the horn, have a drink, catch up on the week. My name is Anthony. I'm here with my cousin Ant. How the hell are you? And what are you drinking, Ant? Uh, not bad. And uh, I think I'm becoming a wine guy. Second straight week, a little wine. That's called it's called a wino, not a wine guy. Well, whatever. It was uh, the last pour. The last pour in the bottle, so. All right, there you go. I only go with the wine um, when there's, uh, you know, when the bottle's already open. I'm not going to open up a new bottle for the show, but I figured okay. it was there, and uh, yeah, I was went for it. Little Robert Mondavi. Oh yeah, well, that's uh, on every shelf everywhere. You find right. you find the Mondavis. They are the uh, the conglomerate family of wine. Yeah, the Pri- private selection. Oh, all right. Look at you, man. All right. Well, you wouldn't open up a bottle of wine for the show. What if you're just in the, in a, in the mood for a, for a glass of wine? You want to just pop it open, just kill a bottle for the show? No, because I'm not a big uh, – like, I'll, I'll only drink wine if it's open. When was the last time you got drunk drunk off just wine? Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, Sunday dinner. Well, I haven't, been, I haven't really been drinking beer too much either, so it's wine and brown All right. mainly. And vodka, I, I try and do vodka, but I'm just not not a big vodka guy. I, I try. Once in a while, I mean, it's fun. It once in a while. I saw you 17 Sundays. I saw you start your day with vodka. What are you talking about? No, but like I'm saying all day, like one or two, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, a beer, I, like stuff like beer, wine, brown, I could do that all day. Vodka, it's like you do a couple and it's like, all right. All right. All right. Well, I got, um, well, we'll talk about, we'll get into this a little bit later as a topic of conversation, but uh, today's the 15th anniversary Hunter Thompson killed himself. Mm-hmm. And I don't usually like marking like people's like death days. It's kind of a weird thing to do. Yeah. Uh, but with him, it's a little dead. And uh, I think that was, I think he would kind of want it to go that way. I don't know. I mean, not, not, not to read his mind or anything like that, but I got, uh, I got a flying dog, my favorite flying dog beer called The Truth. It's an IPA. And I'm not a big IPA guy at all, but this is 8.7%. I've had this a bunch of times, and it, uh, it goes on pretty smooth for something that strong. And you have a couple of these guys, and you're good to go. And to back it up, I got some Chivas on the Rocks. Chivas? Wow. Yeah, a hunter favorite. Yeah, so. That's a little um, scotch. It's scotch, yeah, yeah. It's not very scotchy, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sometimes you get that smoky. It's scotch. It's not, I feel like it's not as smoky as some of the other scotches. Okay. What's that, what's that Hudson Valley whiskey that we've had before? I feel like that's smokier than this. Well, I, think, I feel goes like Irish smoke. whiskey tastes a little scotchy. Yeah, like that uh, Bushmills? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'd rather actually drink no. scotch instead of like an Irish whiskey. Yes. That's well, Jameson. Jameson's not very. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a huge Jameson guy. I like. I do like Jameson, but I don't think it's scotchy at all. No, I don't think Jameson's scotchy either. I just don't. Uh, I don't know. I think the Canadians right. did it better with the whiskey. Really, it's just bourbon, Kentucky. Just stick with that. Yeah, keep it Kentucky. There you go. There you go. It must be a hunter show because you're going right back to uh, his roots there, Kentucky. Well done. Yeah. I know. I know you haven't been handling February that well, right? You've been a little struggling. No, this fucking month is the worst. Absolute worst. Twenty eight 
plus one days. Just it's it's the pits. Yeah, the leap year no, is like a little bit of a kick in the balls there. It's like it's getting an extra day of February is just like getting a root canal on top of a colonoscopy. You're like, why do I don't need to be here? This is brutal. Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's it, just nothing going on. I feel like every February comes around after Super Bowl. Like we don't. And I don't have to sound like sentimental because it's not what it is, but like, we don't see each other. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see I don't see anybody in the family for like weeks. And all of a sudden, uh I don't know, it's like Memorial Day or Fourth of July. We're like, Oh yeah, shit, it's nice out. Here's how yeah, everyone gets out of rehab, we all get together and <laughs> fall off the wagon. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> well, it's like it's usually like baseball, like opening. Well, it's, yeah. like you said, I think you said last week, it's like uh the fantasy baseball drafts kind of when we all kinda get back into a little routine. Because we even like I don't remember ever hanging out with you guys for like March Madness games. Can't remember ever doing that. And I remember not one year, year. Not in years. Not in oh, years. Oh, yeah. I remember w- one year. You were with us actually for uh, the beginning of the UConn run in 2014 when we beat St. Joe's. Oh, that's when I was living up that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. only thing I could remember. In oh, 2014, I, was even, I wasn't living up there. I was here. Oh. All right. Well, you were in the neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. So I don't huh. want to jinx it, but I've actually been doing all right February. I've been doing all right. Good. All right. I don't know. Maybe it's like uh, getting ready for the show. Maybe it's just, you know, I've been sinking my teeth into college basketball, but I don't want to jinx I may come on next week and tell you this fucking month is just killing me. <laughs> now, that I've, now that I've officially jinxed it. It's uh, just a nothing. It's just, I'm, glad, I'm happy for you, but also go fuck yourself. I mean, I'm, it's nice, but I don't want to hear you feel good February stories. I might hate it by the end of the show. <laughs> I might be miserable with February. I'm going to do everything I can to ruin your February. We're, we're, I mean, we're what? We're, only, we're about three weeks away from the unofficial start of spring. Selection Sunday? Is that like an unofficial? I, we could make it that. We could, yeah. I feel we'll like every, yeah, every season state. has like an unofficial start. I don't go by the calendar. Not the Equinox guy? No, nah, like like <laughs> Memorial Day, unofficial start of summer. Yeah, that's correct. And it's three weeks before the actual, you know, June, whether June 20th, June 21st. Yeah, it's right around. And there. then, like, for fall, I feel like the unofficial, it would be, what, the Tuesday after Labor Day? Or, or week one, you pick, pick your poison, whatever. Yeah, it's, after, it's just whatever after Labor Day, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then I feel like spring has a couple. Like, you got... Selection Sunday, you could say first the, that Thursday of March Madness. Fantasy baseball draft, yeah. maybe. Maybe our fantasy baseball draft. The, dra- the draft always fell in because somehow it was always beautiful that day. Yeah, it I'm expecting be, we, good we, weather uh, for our draft this year. All right, yeah. Well, yeah we, have, we have the draft and we're doing our homage trip the week after. Oh, maybe, that, maybe, the, yeah, maybe that'll be the uh, good weather day. Well, the gods will shine down on us on however they see fit. I think that uh, I think the seventh should bring us good weather and do our draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so. it is. Even your February is okay, even though you got uh, you got the runaround from from some uh, crook up here, up this way. Who? From the jeweler. Oh yeah, I was actually I was actually <laughs> going to ask you leading into that uh, on on Valentine's Day when you yeah. when you went out for dinner. Yep. All right. Are you celebrating like your engagement? No. Nah, nah, I think we mentioned. Explain, think we mentioned I was, that was kids, my but... question. Do you explain it to them, like the story? The yeah, the story of it. Do they even uh, know what didn't. that means? Uh, I don't think we did it. We didn't really do it this time around. We didn't. Uh, it it, it might have gotten mentioned in passing. It's not. 
it's not like a big celebration of it, though. No, they don't really care either. Probably if you told them. Uh, no, they didn't. They just cared that we let them have Coke that night. <laughs> Coca Cola. <laughs> Coca Cola. Yeah. <laughs> seventeen and seventeen pieces of bread. Yeah. I only asked yeah, because uh, I don't know how often you had to tell that story, the story of being engaged, uh, getting engaged. <laughs> Did you have to tell it a lot when you were? I don't. I would probably is everybody. Everybody you tell get engaged. That the first question is, "How did you do it?" You got to Yeah, you got to play that game. Yeah, I guess. But <laughs> for yeah, until you until you're actually married, and then it's like about that's what the honeymoon, and then what are you having kids and that kind of shit. Yeah, right. So a couple weeks ago. Uh, I went to the jeweler looking at wedding bands, which I didn't even know were like a thing. What do you mean? Like I knew, I, I didn't know there was something that went along with the engagement ring. Thought that was it. Oh, for her. Oh, you, I thought. Oh, for her. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but me too. Like I need. I, obviously, I know I got to wear something. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. A, you know, I'm ignorant to the whole thing. So I went back to the place where I got the engagement ring and dealt with the same guy that I dealt with back in June. Uh-huh. And you know, so his first question. When I walk in, is you know, congratulations, and how how did you propose? Ah, uh, the jeweler. Yeah, the jeweler. He's a little bit. Of, he's a little bit of a cheese yeah. ball, but he's a nice guy. But I don't mind telling. Yeah. I don't mind telling my story only because it's so bad. It's good. <laughs> you know, and the, yeah, yeah. And the best part is, well, I, I mean, I'll tell. I'll give you the quick version of it. Uh, you did it outside OTB, right? You hit you hit, hit in a big race. And you did it outside OTB. I mean, right? you're close. <laughs> We we're outside. We we're out in the parking lot of the zoo because there was some like parade going on. and couldn't find parking. I just said, "Fuck it, I'm not going in this place." <laughs> the brewery opens in like 15 minutes. I was like, "Let's head there." So I got it over with right there. So you know, I tell him this story. I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I proposed in the zoo parking lot. I wanted to go to the zoo like Rocky, but uh, it was packed that day." And you know, like he's a salesman, so he can't like just shit on my story. So he has to act like, "Oh, that's pretty good." And in my head, I'm like, "No, it's not." You jerk off. You know that's I, but not every everybody thinks it's gonna be something that's like on YouTube now. Everything's got to be this big fucking production, right? Yeah. There's a lot. Of, it's not. There's not. There's undue pressure on these. I feel bad for anybody else who's got to like live up to whatever expectations uh, society is making or putting on these. Events. Yeah, I take Come pride in my t- story being bad. So, uh, don't don't be bad. I don't say it was bad. Just say it was. Um, oh, it's a it's a bad good story. Good bad or good bad story, yeah. whichever way you want to look at it. It was it was classic and sim- semi simple might be right, the right thing, but simple and classic. Yeah, understated. Hell of a Belmont too. Exactly. <laughs> See, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, you know, so he's got. <laughs> I like telling that story because like people like. You know, people are such cheese balls that ask you that those questions, man. And like they have to they have to pretend to like your story no matter what. You That's know what I mean? True. You should you should like try to just make up new stories. Now. I am. I Everybody... should be like, Yeah, we actually got into a fight. She actually blew the thing up and I whipped the box off her head and knocked her out cold. <laughs> and I woke her up and proposed. And they'll be like, Oh, that's romantic. <laughs> we, were in the, we were in the ER and they just they just finished bandaging up her head and I got out of one knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so jeweler man yeah so yeah I, that's I, I feel like it's kind of i don't know i know he's the jeweler but i don't even tell a guy that story yeah they're, they're i don't like following I, a script they're like the you know true, the comcast man. people fucking scripts man can't live my life on a script yeah so you know i go in there and uh first off we're talking to the guy for a few minutes 
And I'm already like, I don't know, I just don't like being in these places, man. Just you feel like you're getting, you're, you're being stolen. You're, you're, uh, oh, yeah, they, they got, they're stealing from you. Yeah, they don't have every trick in the book. Yeah. So I'm already bothered, and one of the owners, <laughs> one of the owners comes up at some point when we're talking, and uh, he comes, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, uh, by the way, guys, uh, it's Karen's birthday, so in about five minutes, we're going to all, Sing happy birthday. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't sign Karen. up for this shit. I don't know. Karen. I don't know who it was. What her name was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're, you're a customer. You have to sing. Well, I think he was telling him. But then I'm like, in my head, like, I'm not doing that. Like, you guys better go yeah. take that shit in back or wait for us to leave. What is that? Yeah. So. This is like a, this is like a Saturday afternoon. It was Saturday morning. We got there like right. Uh. Right, like it, when they opened, I think, because we wanted to kind of get in and out of there. So what, first of all, what's the rush then? I don't I know. It was early. Could you text me? Because you're up this way. You yeah. text me. That was, that was early. My God. Who's eating cake at like 10 a.m. too? Yeah. Jesus. God, a bunch of diabetics. Oh, <laughs> man. So did everybody, so did you sing for them? No. They, they ended up like calling an audible because they got busy. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to sing anyway. I don't really sing the birthday song for people I like. Never mind. Yeah. Karen. Yeah, I, all I pictured was you singing, getting like a cupcake, and then having to tell everybody else that worked in that store the fucking story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, uh, Larry David, just, you know, I follow his method. He's not, you know, he'll take Park, he'll stand up, he'll hum a little bit, but you're not gonna, I'm not going to sing you the birthday song. Not if you're a grown, <laughs> if you're a, a kid, I, I might like throw like a to you in there, but I'm not going to. Yeah. 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 He's there's got to be not gonna be Bocelli over here. There's out. a there's a cutoff. There's definitely a cutoff. Yeah, it can't be. Yeah, you know you don't need me singing anyway. It's not my heart's not gonna be in it. No, and I give credit to the person who starts off the birthday song because that's not an easy job. Oh, because if God forbid nobody catches catches on, and you're the you're you're stuck there with oh, the first verse all, all to yourself. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's happened like a handful of times. That's embarrassing. Oh yeah, yeah. You just you, you just gotta you, go hide, go and hide, after that. And that the first happy is always uh, <laughs> it's it's always exaggerated, like ha- and like looking around the room. Yeah, like, all right, somebody's got to join them here. Happy, yeah. I'm hoping somebody else gets in on the birthday party. Yeah, you're just you're just, you're stranded on an island there. And then if it's like a grandparent, when they get to the name, it's like three or four different fucking names. Oh, you know, yeah. That's the it's worst. Like grandma, it really kills grandma, the momentum. Mom, the name. Yeah. Auntie something. Yeah. thrown in there. <laughs> and everybody always laughs. Every birthday it happens. Everybody's chuckling, though. Yeah, I know. Just, what a bunch an, of fucking sheep an, we all are, man. <laughs> it's an all-time joke, though. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like a knock-knock joke almost. You know it's coming and you just yep. yeah, can't help it. <laughs> I'll let that one slide. Yeah. I'll let that one slide. Yeah. And then, oh, another thing that bothers me is people <laughs> who try and keep it going after that, like the Arya one. Oh, oh that person yeah, needs need that, to yeah. go. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, the kids, the kids do it, but uh, no, nah, it's different. Kids, I kind of, I gotta give them a look. Like, just get to the number already. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Blow the candles out. Everyone wants to have their cake and coffee, and uh, you know, zambuca, whatever, and, and dessert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Whatever they call an audible, no birthday song, and I'll just say this: advice to the women out there. Not that you're going to take it from me, 
But it's so insulting to ask a man your advice on your ring. I mean, that would be like the guy who's performing open heart surgery on you, the doctor being like running by these methods. Like, oh, so what do you think we should do here? It's like, guy, you're the doctor. I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about rings. Uh, and like when he's showing me, like even my, like my wedding bands, I'm, all I'm doing is I got to pretend like I'm looking, I'm just looking at the price tag. I see, all, you know, like, and literally I'm taking the pictures on my phone. So I remember them. He thinks I'm taking a picture of like the model number. I'm just taking a picture of the price tag. Is that a comma or a period? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. I was like, you have anything maybe, uh, you know, without a comma in it? <laughs> uh, i don't need it all metal it could be a part part plastic you know you have anything uh 1999 or you know oh i plan on buying like the biggest piece of shit for mine <laughs> for mine for mine <laughs> i mean i don't care man uh so yeah i'm just looking at the prices and then you know he's a salesman nice guy and everything i like if i had a you could do a lot worse than this guy but still he's still right. a salesman and like i could see like yeah, you know, like when someone walks in the door, you know he's make he's he's already sizing up his next prey. Sure, yeah. You know, my fiance my fiance is looking at the rings, but I'm just reading him because I want yep. him to know that like you're reading us, I'm reading you. <laughs> when you go into like a restaurant, order the, the least expensive bottle of wine off the menu, do you feel like the waiter's judging you? Ah. <sighs> I mean, that is my move. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I usually get the second least expensive. Yeah, I go one yeah, up. Yeah. I go one up. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a class move, too. You, like, feel like you're balling out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Forget about the $26. Give us that $28 bottle. We're, you know, we're, we're celebrating over here. It's a special occasion. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was – oh, and there was, another, there was a couple in there that bothered me, too. This is the way too much PDA couple. Uh, in the jewelry store? Yeah, 10 in the morning, yeah. man. Jesus. You guys still got Those morning are... breath. You're all kissing each the... other and shit. That's the wrong place in time. And also, the guy's going to cash in. The, guy, the sales guy's going to be like, obviously, two are very in love. You know, a couple as in love as you guys should be looking down this way at, at, the, com- at the ones with the commas. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy specifically bothered me in the couple because he was just, he was way too into it. Oh, he's on a leash. I don't. I mean, I guess, but I like. I think he was genuinely like excited oh. for what he was uh, doing. Like he was close. asking all the questions, and he's telling stories and like laughing it up. And I'm yeah, just man. like look, looking take, over, like you're making the rest of us look bad, bro. Here's my here's my advice to any guy like that out there. Okay, <laughs> there's no shame, none at all. Taking good care of your woman, being a good you know, being a good boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever. Be the best one in the world. Nobody needs to fucking see it, though. No, no. All right. Be the best one in the world. Take good care of her. Keep her happy, man. No. I don't need to see it. I don't care to see it. Yeah, so it's like the two opposite sides of the spectrum. I can't wait to get out of there. This guy's, like, spending hours in there yakking it up. You know, I'm, yeah, getting, in my, I'm getting in my car being like, what a dickhead. I'm sure he's getting in his car and being like, you know. That asshole looks like he wanted to be anywhere else but there. <laughs> he's getting his car going. He's getting his car going. I can't wait. I can't wait to come back and pick up the wedding band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to tell him the story of how this goes down. <laughs> it's a big elaborate scheme. It's going to go on YouTube. <laughs> That's great. 
Oh, yeah, man. so that was the that was the trip to the jeweler. That was the jeweler. Yeah. Uh, that's February. That's February for it. You're telling me February is off to a great start, and that's how we opened the fucking shows with the jewelry story. It's the best I yeah, got for February. Man. Great, great fucking month we're having so far. <laughs> All right. Well, here I'm gonna I, I'm gonna switch up a little bit how we did it. I, I just uh, I'm gonna run down a couple of things that we do have. Okay. And see if anything um, interests you in having any kind of comment on it. I think we're both in agreement that. Anything Astros related? I think I think I'm done with it. I don't know about you. We don't. I just I don't have any, I don't have much to add about the Astros. I know Ortiz came out today and said something. He called Byers a rat mm-hmm. or a snitch or something. And of course, is there one th- is there one way to show that you're that you're guilty of something is by going after the guy who was blowing the whistle on somebody else. So I mean, David Ortiz, we knew who you were. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I don't but... know if you have any other any, any other Astros comments or Ortiz comments. Mike Trout or Judge or anybody else that made a comment. Do you have any other reaction to this Astro story? No, I think I think it jumped the shark when LeBron got involved. All right, that's fair. That was... All right. Do you have any um, any comments on the expanded NFL playoffs that uh, was was um, proposed today? Uh, again, I don't hate it as much as I hate the baseball one. Uh, okay. I don't. I actually don't mind this, believe it or not, because you, with one team getting the bye, yeah, that'll keep the race for home field advantage throughout. You know, it, it'll keep it interesting because if you're the two, there's going to be a huge difference between being the one and the two seed now. Yeah, Whereas sure. this year, with between Baltimore and KC, think about if KC this year. You know, under these uh, rules, they're playing wild card weekend against the seventh seed, whoever that would be, like Pittsburgh maybe. Okay. So they don't, yeah. they don't get yeah. a week to rest up. Uh, so I actually don't mind that. They, I don't like the 17-game schedule, though. That's the only thing. They said that they would have to switch to a 17-game schedule. And take off one, one preseason game. Yeah, Watt already came Basically. out against it, so that makes me like it more. I just saw that in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, Watt said no, and I think like uh... – Jamal Adams said yes. I forget who it was. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with the 16 game schedule. Uh, why? I don't know why they have to add in an extra game. Just you know why? Well, I know why they're why. It's just just unnecessary. Yeah. It's an uneven uneven number of home and away games. Oh yeah, that's yeah. How would they do that? How would they do that? I don't know. And there would be. Does that I mean there'd be? They're they're what they're gonna do? And we know I. Princess has been talking about this for the longest time. They want to stretch it out so Super Bowl is on President's Day weekend. So everyone gets yeah, that which, Monday off. Yeah. Guess who worked on President's Day weekend the past uh, five years? Yeah, I actually – I technically get it off, but I went in out of respect for uh, GW. There you go. I work I, – I, I get – I don't get it off, so I don't really give a shit. I don't know who they're helping out. Bankers. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people do get it off, though. Uh yeah, I know. I saw the train. There's nobody on it. Oh, well, that must have been. Yeah. That must have been nice. No one breathing on you. Nah, it wasn't that nice. <laughs> We're still, still on the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. Whatever. I, I think the play. I always feel like the players don't don't want more games because of injury concerns, and I feel like the owners will squeeze as much as possible. Out yeah, of the them. owners should give a shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I won't I won't argue that that first weekend of the playoffs is. Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. I'm not going to complain about that. No, I don't mind it. I really don't yeah. mind the the, the playoff format. I don't mind. I don't like the 17 game schedule. Yeah. 
You know, I, I don't uh, like. Have... I don't like getting. I, I don't know. The more teams that get in, kind of waters down the regular season. But I could. I could live with that. I'm not gonna throw my arms up. I'll, the baseball one will bother me. The football one, I, I'm not gonna complain about if it goes down. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it just because I feel like the. I feel like the NFL playoffs is perfect right now. But I mean, like I said, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not like up in arms if it, if it goes that way. I really don't care. Yeah, I mean, wild card weekend would. Wildcard weekend is more of the calm before the storm, before yeah. the big teams get involved again. Yeah. Uh, I think it would add a definite element uh, to it. We'd need to throw in, you know, the two, the two yeah. seeds. I mean, you, you would get, I mean, that game, you just have games that one, four, and eight. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, one, four, and eight. Two, yeah. For two days. Yeah, that's perfect. Yep. I mean, give, give me one weekend like that, and I'm good. Yeah. Uh, do, you have any, do you have anything you want to say about Kyrie Irving being out for the season? Uh, good riddance, man. Let's let's just try and do try and do it without him. I, I mean, as soon as he went down with the knee injury, I knew he wasn't coming back this year. Uh, they're not winning with him this year. They're not going to win uh, without him. Obviously, I don't know. I, I think they have a chance. Probably probably be the seven seed. You would hope so because the eight seed would be a death sentence against Milwaukee, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I would like to see them get the seven seed and just take it th- their chances. I think they can get the seven seed and make that team sweat a little bit. I don't think they're going to win. Uh, but, I, I, yeah, I, like, I would like to see this team play without Kyrie because I think they're actually – I don't know if they're a better – I don't know if this makes sense, but they're a better team. Their overall just morale is better without him, I think. He's just a ball stopper yeah. and – I don't know. Well, I don't. I just say I don't want. Kyrie's a is a great ball player, but I just don't think they they learned how to coexist with like their the team that was their ring back from last year had their way of doing things, and I don't think Kyrie was. He didn't come in there. It was every, things had to change because he is such like a. No, he is a ball stopper. I don't think He's he such has, a different. Yeah, I don't think he has any interest in that either. Right. I think he. I I think he came in this year, kind of just want to get through the year and wait for. Durant to get here. I, I, you know, I just had like flashbacks of Duran, uh, when Duran like weighed out that year in Newark, mm. and like he was miserable all year in Newark, and then he went to Brooklyn the next year, and he was fucking miserable in Brooklyn. And I thought that whole year before, I'm like, <laughs> oh, he just he's just pissed that he, that we're in that we're in Newark. He just wants to get the fuck out of there, get over to Brooklyn. He signed that big ass contract, and and then like from like day one, he was like button heads with Avery Johnson. And it was miserable. So I'm, just, I don't, I'm not. I'm having flashbacks to that. Yeah. I feel like he came over here, wanted to get through this year, just wait for Durant. And I'm hoping that once Durant comes, and there's there's some, it's easier to gel because Durant's going to be more of the alpha dog. And I don't, I mean, they're both like just head cases. I don't know exactly what to expect once they're both on the floor together all the time. I'm to expect from everybody else on the floor and how that's going to work. But it's I, yeah, I'm with you, man. Let this team get another shot, just playing together. Let me see what Levert can do. Let me see. Then we run the show. Joe Harris hitting threes. Mm-hmm. You know they got their uh, their big men. Um, and let me let's let's see what they can do, man. Yeah, make some noise. Get that seven. Get that seven seed, and uh, make some noise. Yeah, so be, they, they play. They'll play what Toronto. Is that are they two seed? Uh, yeah, it'd be probably at this point if they get the seven seed. Be Toronto or Boston. Or Boston, right? All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. outside so. shot at Miami or Philly, I guess. But I would I would say Toronto or Boston gets the two seed. All right. And the last sports item for you, well, not the last one, but the last one for this little bit here. Mm. Uh, this is an absolutely crazy story out of West Texas. Uh, Browns tackle, Uh-oh. Greg <laughs> Robinson, former second pick 
from of the Rams. Wait, overall? Yeah, two thousand. I think so. Oh, maybe it was the Rams' second pick. Uh, maybe I wrote down wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really follow the NFL draft that closely, but it could be. I don't know. Two thousand fourteen Rams. I don't know. Right. Maybe. It, so whatever. So he got he got pinched with two other guys carrying one hundred and fifty seven pounds of marijuana from. Lost from L.A. to Louisiana. I guess I don't know how they knew Louisiana was his destination, but that's where they were going. And he got caught. He's like, right now he's in an he's in El Paso County Jail. Uh, and he faces up to 20 years in the clink with intent to sell 157 pounds of weed. How do they prove that intent to sell? Like maybe I mean, he just... I think, I think it's by like amount. I, th- I think if you have over a certain amount, they assume it's intent to sell. And 157 pounds is well more than like three grams. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, some place like an ounce you're allowed to carry, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm not, sure not, exactly not Texas. No, not... Te- yeah, wrong place to get pinched. And these idiots, you know what? We talked about this. Really should be like a, a, like a consultant for if you want to... If you're a budding criminal, just call me, man. Let's we can work this out. They went along a highway that's along the border, uh, the Mexico USA border. Uh, uh, and, and they got caught by sniffing dogs, border patrol dogs. And I, I guess like some dogs smelled it, and the guy radio, radio, radioed up ahead to like his uh, I don't know contact, and they pulled him over, and that's when they found it. But don't go. You're not supposed to be going anywhere near where there's any kind of police presence. Don't go along the fucking border. Have yeah. you not watched the news in the past three years? What are you doing, man? <laughs> I mean, you're asking for it. And I cannot think of any more miserable prison to be in than El Paso County Jail. It just, no. sounds, it just, it just sounds miserable. There's probably like a sheriff or something. Oh, this like, guy, oh, this, he definitely has the aviators on. Yeah, and the spurs. Like you hear him walking from around the corner. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> he, yeah. I, I looked it up to get an idea of what this place looked like. And then my favorite part was on Google. I looked at just Google Maps. There's a there's Google review got a one point eight one point eight stars. <laughs> the prison did the prison, yeah, <laughs> one point eight stars. Wow. I guess you could give it zero. I don't know. I don't know who's giving it two stars. That's that got as high as one point eight. But yeah, uh, so El Paso's down uh, down there, right? South, real south. Yeah, south. Yeah, southwest. Yeah. Okay. Because I was in yeah. Texas, but I wasn't. Really south. Dallas is more like northern Texas, I think. I'm just guessing. I don't know. I know it's above Houston. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, Dallas like towards the middle type, middle north of the state, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so Central, I, I don't know. 157 pounds, though. I mean, the dog probably <sighs> – fucking dog probably smelled it from uh, – could have smelled it from Minnesota, man. 157 it pounds. And woke up the first last. He's been dead for 70 years. Yeah, man. Jesus. Oh, man. So yeah, not uh, I don't know. Just, can't we just give the guy uh, some community service or something? Ah, uh, yeah, it's just weed, man. It's it's so fucked. And not I don't want to get the whole political discussion about weed, but I mean it's legal and like everywhere. Give the guy a break. Yeah, it may as well be heroin in Texas, though. Yeah, no, yeah, whatever. That's a lot. It is a lot of weed. I guess that's not the. <laughs> Wait, could you have? You can get to. You can get to uh, what do you call it? The states like through California. You don't have to go through Texas necessarily, right? You go like over, yeah. You go, you can go through Texas without going through the border, though. It was, yeah, I think, true. it was called Route Ten. I was like Route Ten, I think, it was called, and it was right along the like border patrols there. Like you just can't, you 
don't go near where there's cops. Yeah, and you're an offensive lineman, so you kind of stand out a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I know. I guess the driver got out because the driver's like an Uber driver. But I guess he was his buddy. But they didn't know that. The story was he didn't know there was weed. So he got, somehow got out of it. The Uber driver got out of it? Yeah, because, like, I guess he had been, like, driving for him for a while, but uh, he had no, he had no, uh, Knowledge of what was going on. At least, like I said, that was his story. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. It worked for him. He knew what he was doing. He had his story lined up. Yeah. Geez. What you got? What you got? What you got? If you're doing something illegal, you gotta have you gotta have something ready to say to the cops. Yeah. Get caught. And if you're Greg Robinson, is that his name? Greg Robinson. You got to make your Uber yeah. driver the fall guy, man. Yeah, you gotta do better. Yeah, take a page out of Chris Carter's book. Christ. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. You're the famous one. Yeah. Although he just he did he did just get cut by the Browns, so I don't think he's coming back next year. So this might have been his. Yeah. Uh, it's the two teams he played for before, or other than the Rams and the Lions and the Browns. So. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so this 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 could have been his like one score, one last score uh, story. And they ended up catching him. Did you see the movie The Mule? I did not. No. Uh, it wasn't no. bad. Eastwood. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Bradley Cooper. All right. That's basically yeah, what he does. Well, it's a drug mule. Nice. <laughs> Does he get away with it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, he goes down at the end. That's too bad. They make him out to be the sympathetic figure, though, a little bit. Yeah, I got a feeling they won't be doing that in El Paso for for Mr. Greg Robinson, unfortunately. Nope. Not. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, Greg. Well, We'll have, we'll, have, we'll have to write to the movie and then have him run up the hero. <laughs> In our movie, he gets back to Cleveland. He gets, he gets all of he, Ohio high. He, he, he sells it all in Louisiana uh, to like a church to the church that's that's working with um, the Saints. Yep. And they get pinched for possession of 157 pounds. They get caught up and they get pinched for all their weird sex things. And he gets uh, he gets picked up by the Chiefs and helps them win their second straight Super Bowl. Yeah, starts protecting Mahomes' blindside. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the story. Man. Yeah. What was what was the one with Sandra Bullock? What was that movie? Uh, that's the Blindside, right? That's uh, the blind I didn't side. see that one though. That's this is the Blindside too. Uh, blindside too. Oh yeah, a little crime element to it. Okay. Yeah. Everybody deserves a second chance. Oh, that's good. Except for the except for the priests. Yeah, no. No, they're going down. <laughs> yeah, it's finally justice in the world. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, like I mentioned at the top of the show, um, today marks the 15th anniversary of uh, one Hunter S. Thompson's suicide. Uh, Hunter... Uh, it was weird. I, I was like, it, when it when it happened, I was like a budding fan of his. Now I think I'm like a, I don't know, like a like not a professional like historian of Hunter, but I know a lot about him. I read a lot about him. Read a lot about his stuff. And uh, do his fans go by like a name or anything? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, if if anything, it's like uh, when he ran for sheriff of Aspen. Uh, uh, he he wasn't Democrat or Republican. He ran under the Freak Party. So I think people kind of kind of uh, adopt that but there's not like no they're not like uh i can't i don't know what's what's a what's a fan group i don't even know 
Uh, there's no, there's no like fan club that I, that I know of yeah. that they go by. Like stoolies for barstool. There's no like. No, no. I think he would probably if if anybody ever said that about themselves about him, he would fucking kill, haunt kill them. himself again. Yeah, he would. He 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 roll over in his grave. Well, no, he's not in the grave. He'd roll over in his grave figuratively and uh, come back and haunt your sorry ass until uh, I don't know you're scared to open up one of his books again. Do you think he killed himself because it was February? Yeah, I was thinking about it before. I mean, the 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 he the title of his uh, suicide note was "Football season is over." Oh, so. I didn't even. I think I heard that before, but yeah, that makes sense. He, uh, yeah, I actually read. I wrote it down. I read. I read in a second. But <laughs> he was in that time. He was like a Colts fan. I, I don't know if he's always a Colts fan, but there's like stories of him talking to uh, Jim Irsay, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, if you read like his old columns on ESPN.com. There's a whole there's a book called Hey Rupert, like all his columns are in it. And he talks about the Colts a lot. He's pulling for Peyton and the Colts. And uh and if you remember, this is a two thousand and fifteen so two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen playoffs. And five, you're talking Peyton, about. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, two thousand five, yeah. So this is after the if I, my math is correct, this is after the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You remember having you remember having the Colts in that playoffs? We we just talked about the it a couple weeks ago. Snow it was a snow game against New England. And they got smoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So scored probably like three has, points. Probably has something to do with it. Yeah. I, yeah, so I blame Tom Brady, of course. Yeah, Patriots blame the Patriots Eagles Super Bowl, man. I mean, fifteen years ago there's a lot going on in this year's Playoffs that have that's not parallels, but just a lot of co- a lot of coincidences. Where Andy Reid was in, in the Super Bowl, Vrabel was in the playoffs. Vrabel had a catch in that su- and that's a, t- a touchdown in that Super Bowl. Brady Belichick, obviously, and that was kind of the beginning of like them being the evil empire. Before that, they were kind of like I don't know when it turned, but they were kind of like a feel good story early. Well, after nine eleven, I mean, they weren't a feel good story with me, but after nine eleven, people kind of got behind All right. them. Oh, yeah, Patriots. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So, well, here's the note. Um, football season over to 2005. I don't know where the note was. They, they On his typewriter, there was one word written on the paper. It was counselor. I don't know what that means or what that alludes to. Yeah. There's a conspiracy theorist think – there's not like a big calling for this, but conspiracy theorists believe that he didn't kill himself, that uh, government did it because he was about to do something on 9-11. That was an inside job. Uh, I don't believe that. Nah. He, he, he had talked about suicide for decades, and uh, he told his buddy Ralph Stedman, the, the, the illustrator, that he, uh, he, 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 he wasn't sure if he could take life not knowing that he had a chance to end it anytime he wanted to. Not to fucking romanticize suicide. It's a fucking terrible thing. But when you're a 67-year-old lunatic yeah, he, he makes uh, it like sound, Yeah, he makes it sound like kind of admirable, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, was, he had health problems. Yeah. He, and uh, I mean, 15 years. I don't. I, I would assume he would have been dead already by now, just with all the drugs and alcohol that he had consumed. And if you kept going that route, he probably would have been dead anyway by now. But I mean, people always talk about like, oh, we really need Hunter right now because he would really put everything in perspective uh, if you were around. But I have no idea. He probably he probably just would have been a million times more insane than he was regularly. Who yeah. knows? Uh, so here's the note. It's quick. Uh, no more games. No more bombs. No more walking. No more fun. No more swimming. 67. That is 17 years past 50. 17 more than I needed or wanted. Boring. I am always bitchy. No fun for anybody. 67. You are getting greedy. 
Act your old age. Relax. This won't hurt. And that was it. Man. That's a tough note, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough note. There's no way the government uh, could have wrote that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So, I don't know. It, like I said, it's weird to kind of talk about them you know, on, on this day. But when uh, – so this was um, All-Star Weekend for the NBA – and that Friday or that Saturday dunk contest uh, was the first and only time in my life where I took mushrooms. <laughs> and I don't remember much of what I went through, but at one point, if you that's remember, a, that's a way to uh, spice up the. I know they're looking for ways to improve the dunk contest. Everybody, yeah. everybody takes shrooms. <laughs> everybody in the stands, <laughs> contestants. Hey. I don't remember a damn thing. That's kind of dunk contest was kind of when I was coming out of whatever stupor I was in. But uh, yeah, we took him in the afternoon. It was the only time I ever had Papa John's pizza. Oh, I mean, I don't remember that either. But it was to sprinkle, it was to sprinkle the actual like fertilizer on and eat it off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it was cheap. It was like six pies for seven dollars or something. So it was good enough for everybody that was there taking them. And I, I remember like I went for a walk. Not, I don't want to do the whole fucking story, but I went for like a walk outside of the apartment building and I uh, just kind of sat. We had a little, I don't know, sitting area outside and I was like, I was chill and I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they took me back into the, into the apartment and it was just pure madness after that. Everything just went haywire and it was like this horrible trip. I, we felt like we killed somebody at some point. At some point we're just staring at a screen with like the static, like going on. I remember like being like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and just kind of flipping out. It got kind of ugly for a little while there. But at some point, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, that the next day is when he killed himself. Unbeknownst to me, like I had like take my shirt off and I had an American flag draped over my shoulders, like he like like Johnny Depp has and Fear and Loathing Las Vegas in the movie, right before they leave Las Vegas, yeah, right. And I was like talking like I was doing a Hunter impression apparently, and uh, I mean vaguely remember it. I remember hearing about it afterwards, but I guess my. Uh, I don't know, I just felt like I kind of channeled him like the day before. I just felt like kind of creeped out the next time he read that. And I was like, holy shit, that is fucking weird. Uh, but uh, Hunter was a guy like, I don't know what your relationship with like Hunter, how, how big of a fan you are. But like what I always admire about him was kind of, um, I don't know, he had like this unwavering belief. I don't know, I don't know like, what, what you call it. Like, and like in, in his truth, like in his own vision of America, he's like he's br- brutally honest mm-hmm. with everything. I know sometimes you would he would uh, expand on the truth a little bit. You'd be a little, you'd exaggerate the truth a little bit. But people always knew, like it wasn't it wasn't straight journalism with him. People knew. I feel like people were in on the joke with him. Like it wasn't he wasn't trying to get Wayne over on you. It was just part of how he did his did his job, and. Uh, he was just put off by like bullshit. Like you know, there was no bullshit. Even though there, even though he did bullshit with his writing, he didn't stand for like bullshit. You know what I mean? You know, no, difference? yeah, he just. I don't know. I, I always view. I'm not like as big a fan as you are. I just know like the meat and potatoes of what he was about. Like he, he just seemed like a guy who just spoke his mind. Like, mm-hmm. and his mind was pretty fucked up. <laughs> like it, he's twisted. Yeah, yeah, he's twisted. Yeah. Uh, sure. I actually, this is what I took out of him because I just I jotted down quick notes when I knew we were going to talk about him. This is yeah. like the gist of what I knew about him. We already covered yeah. that he loved his booze and his drugs. Yeah, a lot of people like see the caricature of him, like booze and a like, cigarette in his mouth yeah. and that kind of stuff, and that's kind of selling him short, but I understand why people do that. It's a big part well, of his he did, personality. Well, I mean, he did like those things. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. People just kind of keying on them, but there's a lot more. But yeah, no. Obviously, I, obviously the movies. I saw Fair and Loathing and uh, the Bill Murray one. Yeah, where the Buffalo roll. Yeah, I yeah. never saw the Rum Diary. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. It got mixed reviews. I know yeah. he was a a gun enthusiast. Yeah, big, yeah, big life, Second Amendment life, guy. <laughs> life, life, uh, a lifelong member of the NRA. Yeah, actually, yeah. And I know he hated uh, certain politicians, specifically Nixon and uh, the second Bush W. Oh, he hated both Bushes. Oh, he hated both. Like Clinton, didn't really like Clinton either. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, didn't really like. So basically, even, every think. every president of his of his yeah, life, he he <laughs> he hated he hated Nixon, but he even said um, that if Nixon were around when Bush and Cheney were being like, he would happily vote for Nixon over Bush too. <laughs> I did read that today. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, he it just it just kind of seemed like everything kind of got worse and worse yeah. <laughs> with politics. Um, yeah, he he wasn't. I, he was he. I don't think campaigned for Clinton in '92, but he was he kind of followed that campaign, and, and he was on Clinton's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he was overall disappointed with Clinton and his presidency, and uh, kind of saw him as a phony. And, well, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what you man. get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was that was always it, man. Like, he, I, I don't think he ever backed the winner except for Clinton. <laughs> he always packed losers, man. Oh, I think he might have liked Gerald Ford early. I don't know how he felt about him during his presidency, but yeah. the eighty the eighties were a weird time for the late seventies and eighties were a weird time for honor. <laughs> it just kind of disappeared. I think he like lived with Warren Buffett for some time in, in Florida. I don't know. Really? Some yeah, it's just some strange and he, he disappeared. His like his books, this he didn't, he didn't have a lot of great books. He like Hell's Angels was great, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, was the next one that was great, and then Fair Loathing the Campaign Trail was really good, and everything else is kind of okay. Like there's Curse of Lano, which is like out of print. I never even read it. Rum Diary is okay. Did he ever write anything about Kennedy? Um, that was like he 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 might have alluded to him, but I don't think he ever wrote any like think pieces on him or anything like that. Yeah, because I'm trying to think how old was he when that went down. Uh, if he. He was he was a kid because he wasn't even really writing. It was sixty three, I think. Hell's Angels came out in sixty seven or sixty nine, maybe, maybe even a little later than that. Um, so he was probably in his in his late teens, maybe. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, so it was a little before, like when he was in the mix, uh, all that shit. Yeah, he wasn't doing like political stuff at, at all at that point. Yeah, he kind of, I think, when he did Campaign Trail in seventy two. He was, he uh, he had just come off Fear Loathing in Las Vegas, and I think they kind of Rolling Stone threw him out there, not as a gag, but like to kind of see what he can get out of a story like that. Mm-hmm. And he followed like Democratic nominees around, kind of like they're doing right now, um, just follow them on their campaign trail and like through New Hampshire and Iowa and Vegas and like, all that kind of shit, and uh, you know through the conventions, you know, and I think it was just kind of they they did him and his. I forget his name, Tim Krause, maybe, who was like a serious political um, journalist. And they were, he was kind of a straight guy. And Hunter, you know, made him a little bit mad in a good way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, you take interviews with this guy, he talks glowingly of Hunter. Like he probably drove him nuts in 72, but he talks glowingly about working with him and being just absolutely crazy. It's funny, like a lot of people that he ripped 
like George McGovern was the guy that ran. He's dead now, but he ran for he was running for president. And uh, like Pat Buchanan, like he he was a nominee, mm-hmm. and he like killed these. Like, but he was, he likes McGovern. Buchanan, he, he tore apart. Yeah, I remember and, Buchanan. And Buchanan like talked, you know, in documentaries about Hunter, he talked glowingly about him. And he said, I think it was Buchanan who said about uh, Fear and Loathing on the campaign trail. He said it was the how do you fucking phrase it? Like the least factual but most accurate account of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, if it's, I mean, it's pure madness. There's some parts where there's like a little bit of lulls where it gets like straight politics, mm. but the rest of it's just, it is madness. It's not, it's not like Vegas madness, but it is, you know, he's like getting drunk on the beach and like he's, go, he's going up to politicians and restaurants trying to get comments from him and stuff. It's fucking, it's, it's, it's something that probably, not, you know, nobody ever saw before or since. Nobody had the balls, nobody ever had the balls to do. Yeah. Since then. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know me, man. I'm, uh, I was thinking about how I should comment. Like, like I said at the beginning, like people always say, I wish Hunter was around now. I, I can't, that's not a game I could play. I cannot. Yeah, I don't know what that. I, I can't put into his mind, you know, what I think he would be right now. I mean, I think he uh, would just be saying what a lot of other people are saying. It wouldn't be. He'd nah, he would. He, no, nah, I don't think it'd be what other people are saying. He'd have his own unique kind of take on things. Yeah, for sure. I guess, but I, I don't think you think he'd really be saying something like that. We're not thinking that we. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's always what he did. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at, at eighty-two, whatever it would been, maybe not. But I mean, like a young in his prime hunter, yeah. I think for sure. I think for sure he would have. I mean, that's what made him great was that he was just different than everybody else. True. Yeah. And he 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 might. He might say what you're thinking, but he would frame it in a way yeah, he would put that would still kind of yeah. that would still kind of blow your mind and uh, and you know, wonder like how the fuck does somebody come up with this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's it. I raised my glass of shivas. Fifteen years. All right. Yeah. I haven't haven't touched any hard drugs since myself. Not scotchy at all, the Shivas. But yeah, I used to do the Shivas. Like, uh, I used to do this a couple summers ago. I was doing this when you guys would come up to use the pool. Yeah. And I would just like fill a red cup with ice and then just top it off with as much brown as possible. That was his move. He would call it a snow cone. <laughs> but I think it was like actually shaved ice. And he would put. So fill it with as much ice as you can. Fill the cup with as much ice as you can. Yeah, I think he used to do it like an actual snow cone, though. And like just kind of eat the bourbon off. Off the shaved ice or the crushed ice, I think I was like he would get that to go at his bar uh, in Aspen, out in Colorado, uh. for his drive home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and drive. This that's he was a professional. Oh, he, he was a professional. Yeah, yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. He would probably fucking come down uh, or come up and strangle the life out of me. Like you're doing a fucking podcast about me, you scum sucking rat bastard. <laughs> Fuck podcasts, yeah. fuck blogs. What are you doing, man? What are you doing with your life, man? <laughs> oh. Well, Aunt, I think it's time for your uh, team of the March, week, whatever. March March Madness Futures Pick of the Week. Yeah, this one's a little. Val- Val- March Madness Value Pick of the Week. Sure, whatever you want to call it. This one's a little out there. Uh, I've seen this team anywhere from 50 to 1 to 100 to 1. Uh, there was a site I this guy I follow on Twitter. Uh, the site he has his bet online. He had him at fifty to one. 
Okay. Uh, I saw my Vegas Insider, which is the site I use to see where the money's going on these games. They had them at 100 to 1. Uh, the site that I use, which I'm not going to plug because I don't want two goons showing up, breaking my leg. <laughs> uh, I actually saw them at 90 to 1 on my site. Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Badgers. Started to get hot recently. They've won uh, three in a row, four out of five. Uh, thing I like about this team is, I mean, they're a typical Wisconsin team. It's like a bunch of scrappy uh, white guys, you know, try hard, spark plugs, all those cliches. Uh, the thing I like about them mostly is it's all juniors and seniors. I think they may have one freshman on the team. They play like seven, eight guys, and they're basically all juniors and seniors. Um a lot of juniors. I think like the top four. Yeah, they have the kid Davison, who I don't even know what he is. I know he's either a junior or a senior. Uh, Brad Davison, think like Aaron Kraft back into the Ohio State days, if you remember him. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just one of those try-hard little point guards, scrappy. Uh, yeah, I always like a team with upperclassmen. You know, you have a lot of these teams that have these superstar fresh. Maybe not so much this year, but in years past with the Zion teams and the Kentucky teams. It's always uh, very uh, freshman, sophomore heavy teams. I kind of like the upperclassmen who have been there. Wisconsin's always one of those teams that they're a tough out in March. They usually break your heart, which I'm sure they'll do this year when they get in. Right now, they're like I think I think Lenardi has them as like an eight seed, so I would expect them to be in that eight nine range right now if the season ended today. But I could see mm-hmm. them getting hot. And uh, this weekend they have Rutgers at home, which I would expect them. Nothing's a given, but I would expect them to take care of business against Rutgers, even though Rutgers having a good year. And then the game that I would circle on my calendar is a week from today. Uh, Thursday, they're playing at Michigan. And I think Michigan and Wisconsin are linked right now. They're very similar. Uh, I think Lenardi also has Michigan as like an eight or nine seed. Uh, They're very similar record-wise, resume-wise. And there are two teams that I would say the next month, which, I mean, we're we're less than that, really. We're three weeks from Selection Sunday, we said. Uh, I would look for those teams to have a chance to really – they can get hot, maybe improve their resume and get up to maybe a six or five seed. I could see Wisconsin. I could see Wisconsin getting hot there. Uh, it seems like they're clicking right now at the right time. And uh, I don't know. The odds are, I think there's a lot of value there. You know, Wisconsin's always one of those teams that's around in March. You just, they're all, you, sh- you look up and they're in the sweet 16 somehow. I think, um, yeah, you got them at a good time. They're kind of hitting their stride right now. You said, I think they won like three in a row. I think you said that. Um, just, how do you feel about the the Big Ten in general? I feel like I, I mean we can go through every conference right now, and I'm going to be like, like <laughs> I, I, I'm not really impressed with like if you made me pick a team to win it all right now, I don't even know. Like you have Baylor and Kansas right now who are playing. That's a game. That's another game if you want to circle on your calendar Saturday at noon. It's a ball yep. buster start because I don't know a lot of people are running errands on a Saturday. Uh, but if you if you're around for that game in front of the TV, I would definitely throw that one on. Uh, but yeah, like those are the two best teams right now, Kansas and Baylor. With all due respect to Gonzaga, uh, and those are two teams that always break your heart in March and always come up short in expectations. So I really don't like Duke last night. You know they're what six in the country. They get ran out of the gym in NC State, and then you have you know the mid majors who I usually never like. You know you have Gonzaga who's a staple. Then this year you have Dayton and San Diego State. I don't really like those teams only because they're not really battle tested. And I always like, <clears throat> I like teams more that come out of, I also don't like 
I also don't like mid majors when they're big favorites, like as a one or two seed. I think they're much, you know, better when they're under the radar as like a nine, ten seed, like kind of what Gonzaga used to be twenty years ago. Yep. So I, yep. I really I couldn't give you right now. Kansas looks like the best team with Baylor. You know, probably one A. You know, one A and one B. Those two teams. I have no idea though. In the Big Ten, to get back to your question. Uh, I don't know. I thought Michigan State was the best team, but they just haven't. I don't even know if they won tonight. I know they were up small against Nebraska. Uh, I don't even know who the best team is right now in the Big Ten. It, well, it seems like a Mar- bunch Mar- of yeah, it's Maryland and Penn State at the top, but it just yeah, what you say, a bunch of what? It's a bunch of good teams that could go out in the first round, and or could you look up and they're in the Final Four? Okay, All it's. Right. Uh, it's so wide open. Like normally, I would look at the big. I feel, like I, trust, I feel like I don't trust any of these teams. No, but that yeah, that's the problem. Like, <laughs> I don't trust any of these teams in college basketball this year. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is wide open. Yeah. So, which, which, in a normal year, when you had powerhouses like Duke, Kentucky, Carolina, I would look yeah, at the yeah. Big Ten and be like, these teams aren't going anywhere. But in, yeah, in a yeah. year where it's so wide open, I'm like, I, you know, they, I, I think they could maybe. <laughs> I think I think it's the third team that you've picked and I think all three have led their conference in three point attempts. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, they, I forgot that was in my notes. They do shoot a lot of threes. Yeah. Here's uh, they, they don't score. a ton. I think it's just the big 10 is not a big scoring conference. They don't score a ton. No, that's just, they that's have, just Wisconsin basketball. That's usually but, why they lose. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't score a bunch of points for even for taking all those threes. They do. They do uh, give up like the 15th least, points per game in the country, oh, not just in the right. Big Ten. It's like it's like crazy. Like that's a crazy but I think it might be their competition. Like I said, the Big Ten I don't think it's not a big scoring. Yeah, that's just uh, what they've conference. always been known for, Wisconsin. It's just low scoring, yeah. ugly games. Yeah. No, there's not like one big time score. Like they're better pretty balanced. Is Davis in uh, their leading score? Do you know did you look that up? It wasn't Davidson. It was um Reuters. Oh, okay. Uh they just did lose a kid, Kobe King. He just decided to leave. Uh, like a week ago or two, a couple of days ago. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that. He just decided to up and leave. Yeah. 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 It's fucking weird. But they, here's what here's what I do like for tournament time. They don't turn the ball over, mm-hmm. and they're the best free throw shooting team in their conference. And you got to hit free throws in in March. You have to man. Just go back. To I, I don't know how many. I don't know how many teams I've watched in March Madness just shoot themselves out of a game from the from the stripe. So any, any team that can hit free throws and knock them down, uh, I'm all for. No, so. very important. 2014 UConn team, best free throw shooting team in tournament history. I don't know if that's a fact, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it, it was incredible. Like I could, it was like an NBA team at the line at the end of games. It was incredible. Uh, so, yeah, so if you're if you're taking 50 to one, take a team that's knocking free throws down. And I'm pretty sure the they're better than they're higher you, than 50 to one. I, that was just, that was the lowest I saw them at. I think they're more like 80. Seven, I, like I said, I saw them at hundred to one places, 90 to one. There's somewhere in between there. If you're putting money down on one of these teams and you're watching them on, on the second round of the tournament and you're watching them just clank everything off the back iron when yeah. they go to the line, you're going to be fucking fuming. Oh, Michigan state won by 21. All right. So they're, Maybe they're right, maybe well, they're right. Michigan State's we'll picking back up. All something's right. missing from them, though. I've I've been expecting them to fire all year, and they haven't. So I don't know what's wrong with them. 
this is this is the time, man. This is people kind of pick their get get their stride now, or kind of find out what they are. I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling Michigan State's not going to fire. Okay. All right. I don't know. I've been waiting for him, and uh, I won't be upset. I won't be upset. The joke. And also, you don't have to throw money on these teams to win at all. You know, you want to throw in a bet for them to make it to the Final Four or whatnot. You know, make make it a little interesting. It's not. I mean, it's very yeah. unlikely they're going to go all the way. Throw in a. You know, throw futures on them to make it to the Final Four, or get to the Elite Eight. You know, who knows? There you go. Sprinkle something. Yeah, sprinkle around. Yeah, there. make it interesting. There you go. All right. And like well, I said, well, you know, to leave you with this, it's so wide open this year. It's, I mean, it's worth a shot. If there's ever a year to take a long shot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. There's not, there's not one big. There's not like a Zion in the in the league this year that it might wreck a tournament or wreck a bracket. No, because uh, right. I, I don't even. The, the big guys this year, the lottery picks supposedly are playing on teams that aren't even going to make the tournament. Uh, Washington in the Pac-10, who's mm-hmm. awful, has like one or two guys. And yeah. then uh, I think there's a guy on Clemson maybe. That I, I don't know if I read that somewhere. It was two teams that I barely watched play, so I don't even know, I don't even know who the guys are. Uh, but, yeah, they said like the sport, you know, people complaining like the sport would suffer without those guys. But I don't, I don't really care. I'm always into it this time of year, so. That's weird. That's 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 like a. I don't know if that's a new trend, but that happened. Uh, was it Simmons? The LSU that make it the tournament. Simmons was there, and he's like the best player. They yeah, Simmons, Markel, Markel Fultz a couple of years yeah, ago. It's, yeah, it's weird not seeing the top players in the country making the tournament, and that's on them. That's on them and their teams. Like I, like, I don't. I don't blame the committee for not taking them. Yeah, Ben's. Just, uh, uh, did, wait, did Sim, did they make it? They may have made it and went out in the first round. I can't remember. They were terrible, whatever they were that year. If they, or, maybe was, they or maybe the UCLA not make it with Ball? No, they the made it. They were good. They were good. I think, it was, I, think it was Sag- I think it was Simmons. Then. I don't think they made it. Yeah, they might have. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah, I, I, hate, I don't like that. When they, it's just weird when they don't, when, you know, when the best players don't make it, when they, they can't find a way to get, you know, a team yeah. like uh, Washington State into the fucking tournament. It's weird. <laughs> Another game to look for is uh, Monday night, Louisville, Florida State. Keep an eye on that one. That's two top ten teams in the ACC. All right. I'll mark it down. Mark it down. Mark it zero, dude. It's league game, Smokey. <laughs> uh, before Monday night, are you pumped up for Saturday? Yeah, I just watched uh, the first fight. Wow, we're talking about Wilder Fury, obviously. Yes, sir. Uh, we just I just watched the first fight. Was it yesterday when I got home from work? Yeah. Yeah, that was the extent was of my research. So <laughs> that I actually did watch a little documentary that was on ESPN. Uh All right. some wild they showed him like training or something. I don't know, something. They were yeah. both guys were interviewed. Uh so I went into what I watching that fight, knowing it was a draw, but knowing nothing about the fight. All I had heard about was a knockdown. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it was Wilder because I know he's the knockout guy. Two knockdowns, yeah. Right. I did, that's the thing. Yeah. I didn't know about the second knockout. Oh, oh the second one was big. Man. Yeah. So the first one, <laughs> which was in the ninth round, I think, I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, he kind of lost his footing a little bit. You know, it's a legit knockout nonetheless. And the second one totally caught me off guard. And I was like, wow. It's <laughs> like they really, call, they really uh, called it a draw after that, huh? Uh, well, I, I mean, why do they get the knockdowns? But Fury probably beat him overall um, for, the, for the whole fight, if I remember. I, see, I, when I saw it, it was – I was at my in-laws, and they're usually like on top of 
boxing, so I don't have to worry about it. But this time, for whatever reason, they weren't. And I was like watching it on my phone, uh, trying to find streams wherever I could find it. Yeah. And I was like in it now, and I somehow I found it because I remember watching that that knock the second knockdown live, and being like, "Holy shit!" Like you got clocked. And like be, that being the twelfth round of a heavyweight title fight and stuff, it was just like incredible. Um, but yeah, I was still, I still kind of the sentiment was that Fury won, uh, even though he got knocked down a couple times. I think, I think if without those knockdowns, I think it was a pretty even fight. Maybe a slight edge to Fury. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have that. Like, I don't have that much of a problem with the draw. I, I think. Like if you're forget about the scoring system. If you're just watching that fight for an hour, yeah. say who yeah. won. I think I would say Wilder won, based especially based on the last knockdown. Yeah, and I think the rest That's may fair. have given him gave him a couple extra seconds there. There's no way I thought he was getting up. Oh, he might have ever got yeah because he, he didn't he start would, moving around till like count. the six count, man. And if you're down on your back like that, seeing stars, the ref usually will call it right away. I talk, a fight like that, though, the good, good for him from not calling it. Yeah. Because it'd be easy to call it and just say, that's it, we're not doing this. But, you know, 12th round of a of a heavyweight fight like that, and just to, to call it, and he, you know, if he got up and complained that he would have been up in four seconds, I guess we, we would have gotten over it by now, but still. Yeah. You know, at the, at the time, it would have been. Uh, but what, what I don't remember there was being a, a heavyweight fight this anticipated. It's been a long time since. We've nah, come yeah. close. Like, and there's nothing, there's nothing like the anticipation of a big fucking fight. And yeah, we've had some specifically we've had, heavyweights. Specifically, yeah. And we've had some big fights recently, but nothing like this. And nothing on a heavyweight stage. And I and, I, and we're I'm, we're such suckers because we've gotten burned by these fights so many times. And I completely expect it to be a dud ever. Like there's there's a uh there's a clause in the contract for a three P or a a uh, not three peat for a oh uh, yeah I think we're tr- definitely a, tr- a, tr- a, tr- a, tr- a trilogy clause yeah and it's a, and and I think the the loser has to challenge within like a month of this fight or something like that right uh, so it's like you know, I'm just preparing myself for it to be twelve rounds I mean I don't see it though because Wilder comes in he throws haymakers yeah that's been his style forever and Fury I, I really feel like Fury is a showman he wants to put on a good show for the for the crowd and. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a little a, bit of goes, a hot dog. He, you know, uh, he knows it's on pay per view. I'll put it yeah, that way. Yeah, Fury, we we're go ahead. Fury, I and I, I've seen Wilder fight a bunch just because he was yeah. always on Showtime. That yeah. was honestly the first time I was, I think I ever watched Wilder. I mean, uh, Fury fight was a couple days ago. I'd never really seen him fight. So, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, he, he didn't come out of nowhere, but he. Kind of worked his way up, and he we have we have to thank him a lot because he ended the reign, the Klitschko reign. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, when he beat Klitschko, but then he fell off, and he went like he just fell to a dark, dark place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's what I saw in the documentary. Yeah. I I knew nothing yeah. about that. It's like he ballooned up oh, to yeah. like four hundred pounds, and he was like doing drugs and booze, yeah, and coke. it was like Jesus. Yeah, coke and booze, and uh, they asked him about doing all the coke, and he was like. He's like, I wanted to kill myself. He's like, you're talking about doing coke. Coke is nothing compared to wanting to kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like joking about it. I'm like, ah, all right. It's putting perspective, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, with, with, with Fury, the thing I noticed about him, because I went into the fight, think I, I don't really have a rooting interest unless I gamble, but I went in thinking I might root for Fury. But he's a little bit right. of a hot dog. Yeah. You know, he definitely tries to get in your head. The mental game. 
He switches yep, to yep. Southpaw out of nowhere. They mentioned that in the first fight. He had a little bit of like cup get me mentality, even like I think like putting his arms up and like, come on, let's go. Yeah, right? yeah, that, yeah. that happened, right? Yeah. And the thing that bothered me too, and this has nothing to do with him, but the UK fans in the crowd. <laughs> well, you, they, UK thinks that they that he's kind of abandoned the UK. So really, you know. I thought. Oh, okay. yeah. They, I heard him he, in the first think, fight. They he, were chanting something uh, at Wilder. I forget what it was. I don't want to know what. Yeah, UK fans shouted at Wilder. Yeah. That's not, that's, not, that's a recipe for trouble. <laughs> fucking. It was in a fucking, different. It was in a different language, though. Don't they speak English? Those Brexit motherfuckers. Yeah. Not really. I mean, it's English, but it's like their own brand of English. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then you know the, the USA chance came down. So then I was like, ah, I guess I'll root for Wilder, but I, I really don't care. I just want. I'd like to see a good fight. Yeah, that's all I want to see. And I, Wilder always puts puts on a good fight. Both these guys are known to put on good fights. That's why. That's why I'm Fury. If you were like, this was pay for the fight. Fury's the heel, though. Like if you were, would you say Fury's the heel? He's the uh, bad guy. I don't know. That's a good question because he's also kind of like a lovable guy because he came back from all that shit. He's like very open about his mental health issues and shit. Yeah, and he's very open about his abuse and kind of getting healthy. So I don't know if you could make it. Yeah, I guess you could, but he's. He kinda, I think he just kind of plays that that kind of antagonist part. But I don't know if he's a bad enough guy to be a heel even like did you see the way yesterday where they're pushing each other it wasn't yeah that's that's yeah that's pay-per-view that's just yeah it wasn't it was yeah you see you see things like that where uh they get into it they really don't like each other this was just kind of this was just ones i've seen you know i've seen i've seen a bunch of them that was uh yeah that was for the cameras a little bit that might have been the last big heavyweight fight was like correct me if i'm wrong like tyson holyfield too maybe maybe was that before tyson Lennox Lewis? Oh. Tyson fought Lennox Lewis. Right? Lennox Lewis beat him. I don't remember that fight. Lennox Lewis. It was Tyson Len- was sure Lennox, Lennox Lewis probably had a big fight in there. I'm not thinking of. But, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, this, but this is like. Lennox Lewis kind of boring, though. I liked Lennox Lewis. Yeah. He was, I was uh, like, I didn't think it was that boring. I, glitch, I, I liked him at the time, bar. but like I don't know, looking back, even compared to these guys, I thought he was a little, uh, I don't know, not soft. That's not the right word because he's a fucking <laughs> awesome <laughs> fighter. But like, yeah. I don't know, uh, I don't know the word to describe him. He was just a Do little you, like, not as exciting, like, not really. He was. Like, he wasn't flashy. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, he was just a good overall fighter, I guess. Were you a Holyfield oh, guy? Yeah, yeah, it was like Holyfield. Yeah, yeah for sure. Hol- yeah. Holyfield, Bo, like those were big fights. Those are big ones, yes. Yeah. yeah. Holyfield, Rick Bo was underrated boxer, man. He, they put on a great show. Rick Bo beat day. him twice, I think. Didn't he beat him twice? Yeah. He, uh, I don't remember. I think he beat him two out of three. That sounds like it might be right. Yeah. I remember I, mean, I remember where I watched those fights. I can't remember. I mean, I was like 10, but I, remember, I don't remember <laughs> the outcomes, definitely. Yeah, I remember watching my, my buddy had the scrambler, so I used to go there for all the big boxing fights. Like in, I think, I think, my, I think it was my my brother's friends. I think he had, I think they had the scramblers too. Yeah, it was all, yeah, it was all scrambler back then. You just needed to know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we we're far from. We're not gonna have like heavyweight glory days. Like no, that's over. It's over. Day, but it, but it's good to have. It's good to have one to look forward to. Even if it's like once every five years, it's fine with me, man. 
But like, do you have you ever gone back and watched any of these old ones, like Ali Frazier, Holmes Norton? Yeah, I, uh, I have gone back to watch the Ali Frazier ones. Those are unbelievable. The Frazier one, yeah, Ali Frazier, the Thrill Manila is phenomenal. Just the last like round, both guys are just dead out there. Yeah, but, you know, Hunter went. Speaking of, bring it back to Hunter real quick. You know, he went to Thrill Manila. It sounds right. And, and well, he didn't go to the fight though. He ended up like getting drunk and staying in the hotel pool <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he was like swimming while the fight went on. <laughs> yeah, man. Not not. We thought he was professional, but he had some. He had sometimes we might have uh, fallen off the professionalism. Uh, there's one fight you can only read about it. I think it was in 1899. It was went 25 rounds. It was called 99 Minutes of Hell. It was the nickname that it got because it was just so brutal. We're, but was, where was it? I don't know. I think it was oh, I think it was in Coney Island actually. And it was this guy Jim Jeffries versus Tom Sharkey. I guess they just beat the shit out of each other for fucking a hundred minutes, basically. I was not not aware of that. No, so you got to read about it. I can't do it justice right now. But it was they, they talk about broken ribs. One guy had like twenty five pounds on the other guy, and he ended up winning. And I one one of the quotes was, "If it was a twenty round fight." I think it was. I think it was. If it was a twenty round fight, Sharky would have won, but because it was twenty five, Jeffries uh, took advantage of the next five rounds, <laughs> ended up beating him. <laughs> so it was probably sure it wasn't like padded gloves if they're even wearing gloves. But I can't imagine. Like, I, I would definitely go to see a bare knuckle boxing fight. I love that. Yeah, that would be brutal <laughs> to watch, but yeah, it probably would be good. Do you ever see uh, the movie uh, Snatch? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. And, you know, like Brad Pitt's character is a gypsy. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, Fury's uh, descendant of gypsies. Is he? Oh yeah. yeah, isn't that his nickname, the Gypsy King? Yeah, Gypsy King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he comes like his his he's like his father's a boxer, but like same thing, a bare knuckle boxer. I think he has an uncle that was a boxer. His brother's a boxer, but I guess they they're all like from gypsies. So yeah, there you go. Weird. Learn something new every podcast. Hey, Excuse me, every well, every show. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, drink. Can't have a sip. Have a have a have a sip of wine with your pinky out for calling it a podcast. And we're trying to we're trying to get the wine crowd. Trying to get the wine followers. <laughs> expand, yeah. expand them. Get our de- expanding our demographic. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, we are trying to expand the show a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't really done anything. We've talked a lot about these uh, other ideas for shows. I think we're going to start kind of testing the waters on a couple other ideas that we have. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much you want to get into them now, but uh, we definitely want to do a, a movie podcast. Um, talk about there's movies that uh, we feel are underrepresented and to say society, we want to bring them back. Let people know how great these films are and celebrate them with uh, fans of these movies. And yeah, we have a short list. Yeah. We have a short list of ones that yeah. we want to do. Yeah, which basically that that idea is not really it's not it's thought out, but I mean we don't we haven't really got to specifics of it, but we definitely want to do a movie podcast. And uh, the other one, I don't know how how do you really feel about this baseball one? At I don't know. I think it's just something that we have to try out to, to find out. Yeah, it's just so, trial and error kind of thing. So so basically, there's a Dungeons and Dungeons and Dragons crowd that listen to a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and it's these brothers playing. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I've listened to the podcast. It's, it's not for me. No, it's not for uh, you. That, that being said, there's an old baseball game, board game. I think that we could kind of make it interesting if we go head to head. I think we'd start. I think we should do the draft just to kind of do it. 
I don't think that'd be a good show, but I think we could just do that um, for our teams because they're all old school, all old school players on like cards, right? Yeah, it's and basically the most gotta, recent gotta, player is probably uh, I don't know Reggie Jackson. I don't even know if Reggie Jackson's in the game, but that's like. <laughs> The game came out in a young Reggie Jackson. Yeah, the game came out and I don't even know the name of the game and I have it. It's like Sports Illustrated uh something. I have a I have a picture of it on my phone cuz I always forget what the name of it is. Okay. Uh it's a great plug. Yeah. A great plug. I can't remember the name of the game. Uh <laughs> you can't buy the game anymore. It's not for sale, so. Well, I just bought that one recently. I got it off like eBay or something. Mm. That was a few years ago. How much did you get it for? I don't remember. It wasn't too bad, though. I remember because I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't yeah. have spent that much on it. But I, I, I saw had a it as a kid, and you know, I just I wanted to. Uh, I needed to find it, man, just because it's been so long, and I remember loving that game. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna. You said, like you said, do the do the draft on a show. Yeah, I don't think I'm just being a fifteen minute thing. I don't think it'd be long, right? There. Yeah, just a little. But I think kind of get a feel for it and uh, see if that. I don't know. The draft is different from the game, but see if that kind of gets any juice. And then, I mean, we'll get play the game that day. It's like not like we don't have to. We don't have to draft and then wait two weeks to play. But I think we should at least do like a seven game series as a show, and then see what we can do. And then if I don't know if we're gonna do one sixty two over the next like ten years, but <laughs> I guess yeah, <laughs> and see who uh, leads the league in home runs and shit like that. But I don't know. We'll see. Worth a shot. It, 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 if my my feeling is if if like there's a Dungeons and Dragons crowd that I listen to that show. There's got to be – I mean, I know that there's baseball, like, fiends out there. We hear the name of that game and be like, oh, cool. And then uh, hopefully it's entertaining a, a little bit to them. I don't know. Yeah, so, you'd, you'd hope so. Yeah, so that's it. And then I mean, that'll be just me kicking your ass in your own game. But uh, I mean, We've played that game a few times, and it's been anything but my ass being kicked. It's, it's been one-sided, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Are you, are you what's uh, are you still fifty fifty to come up here on Saturday? Yeah, we'll see. Right, we'll see yeah. what happens. I got dinner, got so it depends. Uh, I know you'll have. I know you'll have at least a couple, couple people, at least one person in the house. Yeah, always wouldn't be a big fight. Would not be a big fight. Yeah. So yeah, well, that looking forward to that uh, that fight anyway. So yeah, try and get your ass up here. Uh, hey, got anything else uh, for this week's show? Sunday poor uh, two twenty two twenty twenty. Yeah, we're like an hour hour away from uh, two twenty one. One more one more day closer to March. Uh, no, just go. follow us at Sunday Poor. Obviously on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, still giving out the picks. A little cold this week, uh, but hey, week is not over yet. It's not how you start; it's how you finish. Uh, That's the spirit. Yeah, appreciate all the new followers on Twitter and especially Instagram. All you uh, beer, all you beer drinkers. Hopefully, you guys are listening too. Maybe a, we'll lot, of, to, a lot of enthusiasts. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to post a couple bottles of wine up there to see, get, get some wine drinkers over here. There you go. Uh, and uh, Susan Waldman's a fan of ours, by the way. I know she's not a follower, yeah. but she's, she she thought we were clever. Yeah, I assume she's listening. Shout out, Susan! Thank you for the uh, like or whatever you gave <laughs> us on Instagram. I'm still learning how to work Instagram. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, just uh, appreciate all the uh, support on Twitter, That's Instagram, it. all that. And, uh, you know. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, stick with us, man. We'll get through only one more fucking February show, man. Only one more. Thank Christ. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> this godforsaken month will be over with. We'll be on to March. Yeah. I'm sick of this month now. Man, it's good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. It's the fucking longest 80 minutes of your life. I yeah. love it. God, I was hoping <laughs> it would be March by the end of this shit. It's <laughs> only so much I can do, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. All right. Peace. All right, later.